raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. I'm not in That is our phone number if you would like to contribute your questions, comments, and smart remarks. And I'm being told it's we're starting off with smart remarks today, huh? Well, here, okay, before we play this guy's phone call, Casey, I I think we do a pretty good job of criticizing the Democrats, Mm -hmm. right? I, I, I thought so. We do a pretty good job of criticizing both sides. Yeah, we we hate everyone. <laughs> you hate everyone. I hate everyone. I'm trying to balance it out just with a little sprinkling of love here and there. We, I mean, both sides are equally to blame. Mm-hmm. So why you would not talk about both sides' role in the condition of the country is very much beyond me. I feel like every single day we are critical of Biden on a variety of of topics, mm-hmm. uh, the Biden administration, as we have again today. Yeah. Spent a whole segment. Talking about Pete Buttigieg. Yeah, I mean, so, but this person is one of those people okay. who apparently has very selective hearing and uh, needs us to tell him on the doll where the radio show hurt him because he's very, very upset <laughs> okay. about how mean we are uh, to Republicans when they deserve it. Go ahead. So you guys don't never talk about the root of the problem, Okay. The root of the problem is socialized socialism by the Democrats, okay? All you ever talk about is Republicans doing this and that, and I can turn on any NBC or CBS or CNN or MSNBC or Apple News or anything and hear all that, okay? The root of the problem is the Democrats, okay? The dumbass that's in the White House, okay? So I want you guys to start talking more about that. And uh, that's what I need you to do, because if you want to really talk about the problems of the country and, and problems about Indiana, it all all starts with Joe Biden, okay, and Schumer and Pelosi and people like that, okay? Thank you. Okay, Casey, I I, uh, I have a confession to make. Yeah. Um, it has just now dawned on me after I heard this phone call. Indiana having one of the highest gas taxes in the entire nation, mm-hmm. definitely the fault of Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that the state gas tax is like four times what the federal gas tax is, definitely the fault of Joe Biden. Uh, Indiana's failed assessment uh, structure for property taxes, definitely, totally the fault of Joe Biden. Um, Eric Holcomb shutting the state down, totally the fault of Joe Biden. Um the VIP meet and greet Holcomb did with Malik Muhammad and letting a domestic terrorist write the police reform bill in the state. Definitely the fault of Joe Biden. I am so sorry that it took me so long to recognize all of the things that I've been talking about that the Republicans, with their Republican governor and Republican supermajorities, that are massive growths of government and massive growths in taxation were definitely the fault of Joe Biden, Mm -hmm. and I just didn't realize it until that phone call. Just yesterday, we were talking about CRT and DEI. What the hell is wrong with people? I think on a daily basis, we talk about the failures of Joe Biden and the Biden administration. But Casey, some people just, they want to believe what they want to believe. Okay. And you, me, Kev, 
are interfering in their safe zone where it is just easier rather than doing the work to hold their side accountable Mm -hmm. just to go, you guys are the bad guys for having the audacity to tell me the truth. Okay, well, I would invite that fella to listen to us straight up at 11 o'clock, 25 minutes, because the first story we're going to do is talking about the globalist billionaire George Soros, uh-huh. who is just a radical liberal lefty guy and has a whole bunch of money. Mm-hmm. So that, sh- that story should make that caller really happy. Uh, Casey, remember yesterday when you confessed to us of how mean you were to a 10-year-old boy? I wasn't mean to him. You... Very, very I, mean. I didn't accept his love. That's all it was. Ke- Kevin and I had this conversation <laughs> yesterday. Um, and by the way, we did we did invite you to join us for the record. Yeah, you, you did. Were, but yeah. I, I actually had to stay back here and work yeah. some more. Um, but you were talking about me over cocktails? Well, we were talking about how mean you were yeah. to that kid. <laughs> and the mental torture you probably did. So when Casey was 10... It was like a fifth... You know what? I think... When I think back where I was in Uh the cafeteria, it was middle school. It had to have been sixth grade. Okay, so 10, 11, 12, whatever. Which is like a very uh, vulnerable age for your emotions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And some sweet boy cared enough about you to give you... A 45. Of Babe, Mm -hmm. one of the great love songs ever written. From Styx. And Mm -hmm. you thought so little of that (laughs) genuine... Uh, offer yeah. that you did not at any point even like listen to the words in the song because you thought it was about a guy leaving his woman. Well, the first line is, babe, I'm leaving. Yeah, it's a guy that has to leave his wife to go on tour and how much he loves and misses his wife. And no matter what sort of adulation he gets from stadiums full of people, mm-hmm. it will never compare to the adulation and love and comfort he gets from his wife and how he can't wait to get back to see her. Mm-hmm. And you were just like, I didn't even listen to the album because I thought so little of that guy who uh, yeah. wanted to share that same thought with you, Casey. Mm-hmm. It was Valentine's uh, Day, too. Somebody, <laughs> somebody, it was a Valentine. Somebody called about that. Hi, Rob and Casey. I love you both. But I had to consolidate a couple shows because I've been really busy. So I just got done listening to you color Casey mean about six. Now, this is not one of them. My favorite band and... Property taxes are more important, I know. But a 10 years old, now, back up and think, unless you killed the element of surprise, you do not know the gender of your child. Think about having a little girl. 10 years old, getting a present for saying thank you, going home and telling you about it. Now, how would you treat her? I already know. Well, she said thank you, and... Better to break a little piece of his heart right now than to break his whole heart later by feeling sorry for him and going out just for a 45. It's a great song, but to a 10-year-old, doubt it had that much meaning. But I love you guys so much. Have a great day. Yeah. Okay, well, first of all... It's not like we were getting married or something. Okay, first of all, there's a lot of this onion to un... uh... Mm-hmm. Peel back here. Okay, number one, I do know the gender of my child. I've just not publicly said it yet, and I'm not going to for a while. My child not only has I thought a, that was key. You were going to come no, out no, with no. it today. I have to ask my wow. wife's express written permission. Uh-huh. Um, my child not only has a gender, the child also has a name. Mm-hmm. So um, Casey knows. Yep. Kev knows. Yep. Um, so I do know the gender of my 
child and the child has a name. Are you ever, are you going to reveal it? Uh, maybe. Maybe at okay. some point. I Just mean, not, not if right we keep now. getting mean spirited phone calls like that. Right. Um, assuming that I don't know my child's gender. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I am so dead set on my child knowing and appreciating things that others who came before them have done and will do for them that I journal to my child every single night to know what is going on in the world in which they are living right now. Mm -hmm. So you better believe, boy or girl, if someone is giving my child Mm -hmm. something of high quality as (laughs) babe on 45, they're damn well going to appreciate that and say thank you over and over and over again to someone who puts that much effort in to give them that sort of quality merchandise. You are painting me out to be an evil woman. I was a child and a boy gave me a 45 on Valentine's Day. Yeah, did you even say... We're talking like 40 years later, you guys. So you just didn't say thank you, you just grabbed the 45 and just said... You just just didn't say anything. No, (laughs) It's not what I said. I, I'm sure I said thank you. You didn't listen to it, Casey. <laughs> now, that's not true either. I just maybe don't recall all of the lyrics. It wasn't like this monumental moment in my You're, life. Casey, you like, didn't. Oh, I not- love this boy. I'm going to spend eternity with Casey, him. Casey, listen. I was, I was young. Casey. Listen to me. Yes. That meant that gesture of kindness and sentimentality and mm-hmm. really an act of love, if you're mm-hmm. presenting babe to any woman, mm-hmm. meant so little to you that the song stuck with you so little that you thought it was about a man leaving his wife. Mm-hmm. Like by choice. I knew yeah. it. I knew it was like a he love. He didn't want to leave her, Casey. He had to go on tour. I knew it was a love song. You're talking about a time in my life where one day you get a 45 in the cafeteria at lunch, uh-huh. followed by the next day where there's a food fight. That, who knows what tortured existence that kid lived. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's fine. Uh, speaking of tortured <laughs> existence. Probably, probably better off that I let him go at a young age. I have a theory. Rather than torture him his entire life by having to be with me. I have a theory. I yes, think Ken. maybe that first angry caller was that boy. <laughs> that was the boy. <laughs> uh, real quick, before we get to break, because a very important... Uh, uh, exercise for you mm-hmm. and Kev and mm-hmm. Hammer okay, uh, in the next segment. Sure. Um, somebody did call about, remember we talked yesterday about how Gen Z mm-hmm. are not driving anymore. They're putting it off They're very longer. fearful of driving and yes. we were chuckling at how ridiculous that is because <laughs> that was like a rite of passage right. for every generation before that. Uh, somebody called about that. Hey, Kendall and Casey. A couple thoughts on the uh, Gen Zers getting their licenses so late. I am the parent of two Gen Zers, and I can tell you um, one of them got his license right out of the chute, and the other one waited a little bit, but, you know, that was just him being lazy, I believe. I contribute or attribute, I guess, all of this to the fact that these kids never had to ride their bike anywhere. We raised them in a era or an area or whatever you want to call it of um, – being, you know, just scared of riding their bike or, for instance, our kids lived out on a farm and there was, you know, their nearest friend was 20 miles away. So that wasn't going to work. But um, I I know I don't see any kids riding bikes anywhere anymore. I live um, in the unfortunate state of Oregon and there's just no kids. I see adults riding bikes, but kids don't. And I just think that them never riding bikes anywhere never motivated them to get in a car and drive. And that's my two cents. So, I love your show. God bless. Bye-bye. Hmm. 
thank you for calling from Oregon. But she's right. I mean, my huffy with the banana seat, that was everything. Soon as school was out, you were on your bike, out in the neighborhood. You didn't come home until the lights came on. Kev, you ever have a bike? Yeah, I mean, even when I was a kid, I was fortunate enough to have friends, several friends who lived in the area, the suburban area that I grew up in. Mm -hmm. And we would uh, ride to each other's houses and ride around the neighborhoods. And even there was like a gym down the road that we would ride to. Yeah, these modern parents are doing a terrible job. Let your kids go outside and play. Make them go outside and play. Well, yeah, it's make them go outside instead of having their face buried in their phone. All right. When we come back, Kev and I had a little, as we talked about, back and forth about something very important Mm -hmm. yesterday. And Mm -hmm. I have an incredibly, well, just relevant and pressing question for you and I think the backstory on this is fascinating. And uh, I think this, I'm going to be... Uh, very interested to see what the answers are to this question. All right, it's on the way. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.